And this episode is sponsored by Dank Seeds, the architects of distinct cannabis strains. Crossbreeds that harness effects that bestow elevated experiences upon those who consume them. Cash Color Cannabis will be collaborating with Dank Seeds over the next four months on an exclusive short vlog series. Stay tuned for more details. In the meantime, head to DankSeeds.com to see what they offer. Free. It's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. As you see tonight, I am today, I am not in live hip hop daily studios. I'm still in what is called Urban Growth Studios right now, which is my house. I'm still building out my studio in the closet. So I actually had to pop out in the living room right now to finish this interview. But I was not going to let this pass because Amber is actually somebody I would consider a good friend. I've, I've known her for so long. I've watched the amazing growth in her career and in her life. And um, I was just joking a little while ago how she was in Atlanta. And we were supposed to have a sit down over coffee and discuss some of her new ventures. And we didn't get a chance to do that. But now we're sitting here today and apparently we're going to talk about coffee and weed. And a couple other things, so everything worked out perfectly. Amber, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Like, and I was about to mention this, but let's get into this amazing background you have back there. We got the lava lamps. Like, I, I definitely want to smoke right this second. <laughs> that- yeah, you know, I got to keep this vibe going all the time. We got a, our, uh, that's actually a, a disco ball bar cart that we're converting into a disco ball rolling tray cart. You got to love somebody who stays on brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amber, um, briefly, for those who don't know or haven't been or aren't familiar with you or your work, can you please just briefly introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Amber Center, uh, entrepreneur in cannabis and amongst other things. Um, I, uh, CEO, I'm CEO of Maker House. Maker House is a house of brands. Um cannabis brands and coffee yeah um and i'm also executive director and co-founder of supernova women so supernova is a 501c3 nonprofit uh we're a group of women that works to create opportunities for black and brown people in cannabis yes yes you do that you know that's how i actually became to become familiar with you through supernova women and i wasn't sure if you were still affiliated but you are you're still on the board of directors and you still do work with them as well correct yeah Yep, definitely. Awesome, awesome. And that's good that you make time for that because, I mean, really, your life is busy. Like, Maker House is a big, is a big, big, big deal. Um, talk <laughs> to us about Maker House because, you know, again, I'm familiar with you. I've known you've had several ventures, but it seems to me like this one might be the one that takes you to the moon. Yeah, I, sh- I sure hope so. <laughs> I'm working pretty hard at it. But uh, Maker House, you know, so... Um, I always feel like, uh, well, this is facts, right? Like you, people vote with their dollars, yes. um, and uh, and that's how we're choosing really to uh, promote, support uh, different businesses. And um, when creating Maker House, um, I wanted to be very intentional on who we're working with throughout the supply chain and make sure we're uplifting uh, uh, our partners' stories at the same time. So um, we're a house of brands that basically uh, works with uh, different diverse uh, companies with diverse backgrounds and just making sure we're amplifying their voices. So uh, Maker House currently has two brands. Um, one is Disco J's. So it's a, it's a, a very cool pre-roll. It's, uh, we sell uh, grand pre-rolls as well as pre-roll packs. Um, it's a THCA infused, 
uh, pre-roll. So it's diamond encrusted and diamond infused. So it's got THCA diamonds on the outside and diamonds infused on the inside. And um, well, very like, potent. Like, <laughs> like diamonds on the inside, diamonds right. on the outside. Diamonds on the inside, <laughs> diamonds on the outside, you know? <laughs> right. And um, it's a potent pre-roll, tasty, you know, high, very high quality, like worked really hard to uh, create this product. And I'm really, really proud of this product, you know? So um, that's launching here uh, in February. Very exciting. Yes. And then we also have uh, our Landrace Origins, which is, uh, it's, it's, it's a real cool story. Well, actually, let me, before I start talking about Landrace Origins, I'll talk a little bit more about Disco Jays. Like, I'm from Chicago, born and raised. And um, house music was near and dear to my heart, right? Like I'm an 80s kid. Um, so I, I was, I'm 42 years old, right? I was born in 1980 and uh, I grew up during the house era, you know? And um, uh, disco um, birthed a lot of different kinds of music, mm-hmm. uh, one of them being house. Yes. And uh, disco was like a very a safe space for queer folks, for black folks, in particular black queers. And um, that is like uh, the birth of like many, many different kinds of music, hip hop, yes, uh, 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 just a, a house music, dance music, like all these different things came out of disco. And disco was demonized in the 80s and really just kind of shut down. And so there's been this resurgence and rebirth of of disco and the spirit of it. And uh, it really was just like a harbor and a safe space for Black queer folks. And me being a Black queer woman uh, and from Chicago, like all of this uh, is, is very special to me. So I wanted to make sure that I created a brand that resonates with me and who I am, as well as the people that are like me. And um, so... That's how we came up with Disco Jays. I think that's dope. You know, have you seen Southside yet? Like the minute you say um, Chicago, I started doing the percolator in my spirit. Like, <laughs> right? I have I haven't seen Southside, but you know, it's the an percolator representation of Chicago. You really got to watch it one day. The random dance sequences they have, and how just people <laughs> out break out in house dances, and it's it's amazing. You'll love it. You love it, but I like that you touched on that because disco really has it got demonized, and and I know why. You know, people did think of it as like a little gimmicky for a second, and they just got tired of it because they just got it was so popular, it was taking over the airways for so heavy, right? So popular, and then you know the conservatives didn't like what was happening at the discos. Like, oh oh my gosh, queer people going and having a great time, and you know doing drugs or whatever. They're like, we got to stop this. They're having too much fun. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily for you, you you you're, you're paying homage to that whole culture with Disco Jays. And when I first read the name, I thought to myself, that's so crazy. It's almost like, are you telling me we have a strain that goes with the party? Like, is this what happens? That's is exactly it, what it is. That mixes with like, the party. <laughs> yes. These are the party joints, you know, <laughs> party joints. And then I love that, you know, the uh, the initials for Disco Jays is DJ. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, yeah, we got the vibe, you know. I love that. I love that for you. I love that for you. Continue to keep the legacy of disco going. You know, it's so funny. I was just watching uh, Party Monster not too long ago about Peter Gation and the whole New York scene. And I'm like, we really need to bring back good house music. Well, Beyonce's doing it somewhat. We need to bring back good house music. 
Yo, like, I mean, we got Channel Trace now. We got we got Beyonce. Even Drake put out a bit of a dancey type of album. Like, this is the vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're not going to really count Drake that hard, but definitely Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce put out a really solid <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> I, do like, I do like the fact that you did pay homage with, with the strain. I think that's really, really, really cool. Do you can you speak a little bit specifically about some of the strains? And also how did you how did you go about sourcing? Like how hands-on were you when it came to actually finding the product and making sure that this product kind of matched with what you would actually use? And this episode is sponsored by Dank Seeds, the architects of distinct cannabis strains. Crossbreeds that harness effects that bestow elevated experiences upon those who consume them. Cash Color Cannabis will be collaborating with Dank Seeds over the next four months on an exclusive short vlog series. Stay tuned for more details. In the meantime, head to DankSeeds.com to see what they offer. Sure. So, uh, I don't want to call myself a control freak, but kind of. <laughs> You know, I mean, you got to be right. Like if you're a CEO of a business, like you have to be right. Like we have all of these quality standards that are my standards that we have to meet. So I am super hands on. So, um, you know, uh, I've been working with my cultivators for a while. Um, uh, they, uh, we came up, uh, we're, we're, we're doing lemon cherry gelato and Gary Payton. And I chose those strains because uh, they're a bit more in the in the hybrid, leaning towards sativa side because this is a party pre roll, you know. So we want to make sure we keep people upbeat and uh, don't do something super couch lock. Um, the uh, the diamonds that we put uh, infuse or encrust on the outside and then infuse on the inside uh, are from my manufacturers. And uh, it's just a really high quality uh, THCA uh, diamond extract. So very tasty. Um, the keef that, that is on the outside, we sourced from Sanctuary Farms in Mendocino. Um, it's a single strain. Uh, it's prickly pear. So it smells uh, delicious. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, everything, uh, all of the components are very high quality. I mean, I was there helping my manufacturers do the R&D because I've made many infused pre-rolls in the past. Um, so I was really heavily involved in the R&D portion uh, of the uh, the creation of the product. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, like I'm, I am very hands-on with, uh, with the, the design, the formulation, all of those things, all constantly. So, um yeah really 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 excited that all of this hard work is now coming to fruition and we'll be launching this product uh, in the next couple of weeks in february congratulations congratulations so um and then and there's another part there's another part of maker house which is um land race origins coffee i'm not yeah. a coffee drinker per se so when people say let's sit down and drink coffee i will get a hot chocolate don't judge me <laughs> but i would always be open to drinking it um speak to us about land about land race and what made you want to jump into the coffee business yeah absolutely so land race origins is actually coffee and cannabis so uh we have this pre-roll it's a land race origins uh durban poison pre-roll that's launching with our Landrace Origins coffee. 
So it's a coffee and cannabis combo. So when you purchase it, when you purchase the pre-roll, you actually get a sample of our coffee. Okay. And uh, the coffee, right, coffee and cannabis is a, is a ritual that's been uh, part of folks' routine for forever. You know, yes. like the wake and bake sesh, like that is, uh, it, it is coffee and cannabis. And, um, you know, this ritual is such like a, a near and dear thing to so many people that consume cannabis, but it had never been intentionally done uh, as a brand. And so I, I, uh, I saw a really awesome opportunity to turn that into something. And so um, my cousin is a coffee roaster down in uh, Southern California. And, um, you know, he's been um, roasting for uh, several years now. And uh, I thought like, wow, you know, it would be really great for us to find cannabis that grows um, natively alongside coffee in different parts of the world and pair these things together to create a unique experience for the user. And so um, that's what we did. <laughs> so uh, we've got um, uh, a Durban poison. It's an heirloom, uh, 40 year old heirloom strain that we've paired with our Congolese single origin coffee. And uh, you know, like when you consume both together, it's like, the the coffee is stands alone on its own you know it's a fantastic very high quality coffee uh the coffee that we're sourcing comes from um a women's uh cooperative in uh the democratic republic of the congo um they've been able to uh build a medical facility a pediatric facility all these things in their village from their coffee sales and um, it's just fantastic coffee. And then we've paired it with uh, this Durban poison that we sourced from Hidden Valley, California, uh, from a Ghost Dance Ranch. It's a woman-owned farm. Uh, some of the most unique Durban poison I've ever tasted. I've smoked so much Durban, and this is like incredibly fruity uh incredibly uh spicy it's just the the terps the terpenes in it are so pronounced and it goes with the coffee so wonderfully it's just it's like a magical experience you know and this is why we wanted to do this pairing it's like folks are going to be looking for more than just weed in a jar moving yeah. forward you know like there's so much weed in a jar that small operators and brands like myself were never going to be able to beat these huge cannabis companies that are also putting weed in a jar. So how can we create a unique experience for the user that is enjoyable that they just want to continue to try and have all these different types of experiences? And so I think that as, uh, as brands, especially these black brands, brown brands, like We've got to figure out a way to really tap into who we are as individuals and uh, create experiences for users that these big companies will just never be able to do. Like they they don't have the sauce that we that we got, you know. And how can we put our sauce on our brands? So uh, yeah, Landrace Origins is really the pairing 
of uh, single origin coffee and specialty coffee from around the world paired with uh, land race cannabis um, from around the world. And um, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a really, really fun, fun brand uh, to build out. And uh, I'm looking forward to creating more experiences for people. You know, and you hit the nail on the head. Um, when it comes to smaller brands, in order to compete with any major corporation, what you have to do is create an experience, something that makes people uniquely want to just use this brand. And I think that part of what makes your thing so unique is how intentional you are when it comes to from sourcing to where you're even going to have the products at. Like, say, Disco J's is primarily at um, queer-owned dispensaries, Black woman-owned dispensaries. I listened to you talk about Land Race, how that's a co-op that is woman-owned, that's woman-based. I think that's dope. Like, and when it comes to your intention, speak to us about the intention that you go about when it comes to pairing your brand with certain stores and certain and using certain certain um, vendors when it comes to bringing your brand to life. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, um, people vote with their dollar. Yes. You know, like I'm voting with my dollar when I'm choosing who I want to work with and uplift, and then um, the consumer is voting with their dollar when they're choosing to buy my products. So I just wanna make sure that the supply chain that's supporting the brand, that that I'm uplifting them and that we're all getting paid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that we're making sure that we're, we're, we're sticking around. So I'm always looking to work with uh, folks that are marginalized, folks that are disadvantaged and uh, yeah. And just, uh, and just highlighting the folks that deserve to be uh, highlighted. You know, and it's great that you're now being highlighted, um, especially by a company such as like the parent company. I had a chance to speak with Troy Datcher not too long ago when he was in New Orleans, and I was blown away by some of the things that he was saying he wanted to do for certain brands. And I'm always waiting for people to do the thing they say they wanted to do. And then I see the um, SCV program he's rolling out. And then I saw that you was part of it. And I was like, OK, let's see what this is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to us about working with the being part of the SEV success program and what's it like working within the, the parent company organization? Well, um, yeah, organization. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. You know, um, uh, some of the, the things that they'll be offering is, uh, you know, we're going to do a really uh, big kind of launch in their stores. So I'm going to bring in a DJ. We're going to have food trucks. Um, it's going to be like a party at the dispensary and um, just like some of the support uh, that we'll be getting throughout the program. Uh, uh, they'll be running marketing campaigns with me to help highlight the brand. Um, they're helping me build out some kind of uh, like uh, some structural things as far as uh, standard operating procedures around um, uh, demos and uh, uh uh, menus and yeah, it's just going to be helpful for me when uh, I'm working with my other retail partners as well, which is really important. You know, um, I'll be able to get some kind of fundamental things uh, that I I don't I won't that are not exclusive to the parent company, but okay. will also help me um, just uh, with all my other retail partners and building out the brand. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this partnership. Um, I really appreciate uh, the resources that they're providing and, and the space, you know, the visibility, all of it, like um, very, very um, helpful and impactful and um, tangible, you know, not just talk. 
Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was impressed by that because Troy really gave me a great conversation. But I, I, as long as I've been doing this, I've been doing a podcast for seven years now. I've heard people tell me things and then just not do them. So I was very impressed when they actually rolled this out and seeing some of the brands that's coming underneath them. I was like, OK, applause. Like, I know some of these people. That's dope to see. Um, were you ever nervous when it came to working with, with an organization like like the parent company? Like, were you nervous about being, say, dwarfed by some of the other brands that they do currently have underneath their, uh, underneath them? And also the fact that, you know, you're still a small brand trying to work with somebody who's kind of growing into this, like, mega brand. Yeah, no, you know, I'm not nervous one because it's it's not my first rodeo right like yeah, if yeah. I, if it was i would i'd probably be a bit a little more nervous yeah, but yeah. but really um like i see myself as very unique uh in comparison to the other bigger brands you know uh like i'm like we've been talking about like I, i'm i'm in the business of creating experiences that match that and then that we sprinkle weed on top of, you know. So, for instance, with Land Race Origins, you know, we do uh, coffee and cannabis pairing events. So uh, we'll have we have one coming up in March where we'll basically invite people to come, hang out, kick it. Uh, it's a breakfast party, so it starts at nine, ends at noon, and you come through and you have coffee, um, and you smoke the weed that pairs with the coffee, you know. So. Like I look at what I'm doing versus what some of these other bigger brands are doing. And I just feel like there is really no comparison. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm going to be able to um, uh, just have a lot more, uh, I guess, agileness over a lot of these bigger brands. And um, yeah, it, it's just not not really a competition, you know, yeah. <laughs> that might sound crazy and cocky, but it's true. That's how I really feel. You know what I mean? No, say it with your chest. No, it's not no competition. <laughs> like, this is not Amber's <laughs> first rodeo. This is not a competition. Yeah. You know, um, so you have the Durban poison that pairs with the Congolese um, coffee right now. But in, in in your regular everyday life, when it comes to drinking coffee, like, is there a certain strain that you do pair it with it? Is it is it normally Durban poison, or is there anything else that you pair it with your coffee? Yeah, Durban. Um, I really like uh, red Congolese, which is something that I've had kind of for a while um red congo is great and I, I i prefer of course like sativas in the morning you know so yeah. uh any anything that i that i'm smoking in the morning is definitely gonna give me like get me up and get me going and uh and the coffee just amplifies that you know <laughs> so they call that a hippie speedball <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I look at business, I feel like um, business owners need to understand that failure is part of life and you need failures in order to actually be successful. As somebody like yourself, who's been a serial entrepreneur, I'm sure you've suffered your own ups and downs and they've helped you get to this point. For somebody listening to this show right now who is an entrepreneur or, is, is, or hopes to be a soon uh, entrepreneur in the cannabis space, speak to us about the speak to them about the importance of embracing the failures versus trying to duck them all the time. Yeah, I mean, you're going to take the L's and the L's are lessons, right? Yes. It's a loss, but also a lesson. And uh, you have to make sure that, you know, in that loss, you've learned something and then you apply what you've learned the next time uh, you attempt uh, to do whatever it is you're doing. So, yeah, like embrace those L's because they're losses, but they are also lessons. 
So we haven't going to see like an actual club, let's say like called Disco Jays, where we have where you can come get the weed and you can come actually embrace this while listening to music. Like, do you see that as a pro as part of the down the road thing that could that Amber could be rolling out? You know, Disco Jays would be cool as a some sort of a consumption space that was maybe like a juice bar something like it. that I'm you know it. but but land race origins is a, a a coffee shop that's a cannabis consumption lounge i mean that's something i'm working on right now so oh okay okay i like that too i like that too yeah. i wish i drank coffee because now I, I, I really enjoy the experience i mean you know i i was actually not a big fan of coffee for most of my life until i had tried some really good specialty coffee it just it changed my whole world around and it was because i had had before you know like i said i'm an 80s kid we grew up with folgers we grew up with Thank maxwell you. house we grew up with <laughs> terrible coffee you know so i just assumed it was always it was all bad yeah. and even when starbucks came on the scene in the 90s and we started drinking that i'm like oh this is terrible but mm -hmm. it's because you know, it is terrible. Like uh, they, they create the coffee and they have a certain formula uh, because they do uh, uh, pack it with sugar and cream. Uh, and they're really trying to get a bold flavor to come through. So they, they roast their beans a certain way and it's not necessarily the best way. So uh, when I, I had the opportunity to try real coffee, like it, it, it changed my whole everything, perception around coffee. And I just got super into it. See, I was traumatized when I was a kid. Um, again, being an 80s baby, I remember my mother had a cup of coffee in her room and she was getting ready for work. I was getting ready for school. This is me in elementary school. I thought it was I thought it was um, chocolate milk. So I grabbed it and I chugged it, spit it out immediately, and I ain't gone back since. So maybe right. I just traumatized. I get it. <laughs> I might need to just try it out as you. Yeah, I'm going to send you some. I'll send you some coffee. Please do, please do. We'd love to do a sampling. I got all uh, most of my friends drink coffee, so maybe they they could help me um kind of kind of get me involved into the to the space. I need maybe maybe that'll help help the kids stay energized more throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, for those who want to learn more about everything that you do, from disco jays to land race to just want to learn more about Amber overall, how can they go about that? Yeah. Um, check out my website, ambercenter.com. Uh, you can uh, also check out Supernova, supernovawomen.com. We're also on Instagram, um, Disco Jays on Instagram, Landrace Origins on Instagram, Supernova Women on Instagram. Yeah, we're constantly posting, uh, constantly updating folks. We have some really cool events coming up over the next couple of months. So definitely uh, tap in and check us out. Definitely, man. Hopefully we can get you plugged in down here in Atlanta so we could do a, a cash color cannabis coffee pop up or something. Yo, you know, I'm I'm with it all day. You know, I, I got some dope house DJs, too. We could bring it. We could bring some out and really make it man. make it a scene, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Amber, thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate your, your conversation today. Um, this is Cash Color Campus, a high level of conversation. Thank you again for chiming in with us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to speak to you. Yes, please. And this episode is sponsored by Dank Seeds, the architects of distinct cannabis strains. Crossbreeds that harness effects that bestow elevated experiences upon those who consume them. Cash Color Cannabis will be collaborating with Dank Seeds over the next four months on an exclusive short vlog series. Stay tuned for more details. In the meantime, head to DankSeeds.com to see what they offer.